Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the pastoral epistles of St. Paul with part two of a two-part series entitled The Church Apostasy. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 6. The Church Apostasy. Did you know Harvard University was founded as a place for training ministers based on the Bible. And the motto was Veritas Christo et Ecclesiae. Truth for Christ and the church. The textbook was the Bible. And like other universities in this country, it became a place of paganism. It has turned into a place where the scripture is opposed at every turn. This happened to most universities, including Christian universities in this country. And this is also true what happened to churches. Churches became apostate. So today I am continuing my sermon on the church apostasy. That is, church has become wicked. The exact opposite of what the church stood for, as it happened to Harvard. Last time I dealt with 21 characteristics of apostate Christians. And today I am going to speak from 2 Timothy 3, 6 through 9, part 2 of the church apostasy. Point number one, avoid apostate people. In verse 5, Timothy is told to stay away from the wicked Christians. They are to be put out of the church. Verses 6 through 9 states the reason why true believers should not fellowship with the disobedient and excommunicated devil-serving people. Number two, these people are spiritual termites that worm their way into houses and people's lives to destroy them. Spiritual termites. These expelled from the Holy Orthodox Church are powered by demons and they spend their time proselytizing people for their evil cause. All kinds of people, those in God's church as well as those expelled, especially women of low moral character. They do this to seduce them and take their money. Luke 20, 47. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. Such people will be punished more severely. They are men robbed of truth who think religion is a means of financial gain. And Paul tells us this in Titus 1, 10 through 11. For there are many rebellious people. 
Mere talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision group, they must be silenced, Timothy, because they are ruining whole households by teaching things they ought not to teach. And that for the sake of dishonest gain. I preach truth, sir, for your eternal salvation. A true minister should not be a lover of money. First Timothy 3.3 and Acts 20 verse 33. For the love of money is the root of all evil. And Paul says this in First Timothy 6. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap. And into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money, notice, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. They crucified themselves. These wicked men worm their way into certain houses especially houses of widows with money to seduce them with the lies and deception to take their money and to subjugate them. They also visit other households, especially when men folks are away. They target certain women of the following five characteristics. One, They are weak-willed and weak-minded and emotional. They are widows with money. They are also married women with a lot of money. These men are spiritual termites looking for incontinent, emotional, uncritical, ignorant of sound theology, lovers of sinful pleasure and not lovers of God. They are targeting people who are ignorant of the word of God. They are stupid and they seek stupid people. So friends, if you are not listening to me, you will be targets of people to destroy you. As spiritual termites, they destroy people, especially naive women who like to hear new ideas like the Athenians. You know, you read about the Athenians in Acts 17, 21. All the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the latest ideas, gossips. Have you heard? Did you read? Did you listen? Did you watch that program? Interested in all kinds of knowledge. Number two, they are weighted down with truckload of past and present sins. You study the Greek of the text. They refuse to repent. They are daily on the lookout for opportunity to sin. Number three, They are continually governed by sinful lusts of various kinds. 
they are bored with the usual sins so they invent new and more exciting sins and paul says in romans 126 because of this god gave them over to shameful lusts even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones first peter 4 for you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do living in debauchery lust drunkenness orgies carousing and detestable idolatry they think it's strange that you do not plunge with them into the same flood of dissipation and they heap abuse on you and paul says in galatians 5 the acts of the sinful nature of the flesh are obvious first sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions factions envy drunkenness orgies and the like i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god number 4 These women are always learning about every kind of religious ideas Mormonism Islam Jehovah's Witness Hinduism new age idea Christless Christianity even watching TV evangelists who preach to deceive the naive by their gospel of health wealth power pleasure and antinomianism of immorality of one way love go home and read Deuteronomy 7:9 and see whether the bible is speaking about one way love those who teach one way love are wicked immoral these are the men described in this text number 5 these women are unstable credulous gullible always confused with a foolish head and dirty mind filthy heart and trapped by the devil they listen to everybody but the true minister of the gospel they hate him and his message of salvation Second Timothy 4, 3 and 4, for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. daily they are listening to those tv preachers who tickle their ears with their lies and take their money they are trapped by the devil and so incapable of repentance and belief of the gospel they are reprobates vessels of wrath prepared for destruction they cannot be saved by knowing the truth they cannot believe the truth they cannot repent by hearing the gospel they cannot live a holy life by knowing the truth like apostate men these women are slaves of sin who daily sink deeper into the mud 
of the pleasure of sin. Like the wicked men, these women are clay vessels. We read about in chapter 2, verse 20 of this epistle, full of filth that is excrement. As the devil deceived Eve, these women are deceived by apostate men preaching lies, energized by demonic powers. 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2, the Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. And 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Every religious charlatan, pray, P-R-E-Y, on these foolish, pleasure-loving, apostate women in every age. The third point, the trap of mega church. Today, apostate men with wrong theology need not sneak into the houses of sin-laden women to take them captive. They can watch TV and be taken captive and take their money. Or they can go to the mega churches and be seduced by lies of psychology and flattery and taken captive. Almost all mega churches refuse to preach the apostolic doctrine that saves sinners through repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Such churches have become seeker-friendly, ministering to people's felt needs. They tell stories. They exist to entertain and not save souls. They do not demand that people repent and believe the gospel, gospel and live a holy life. Friends, they preach a different Jesus, a different gospel, and a different spirit. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerades as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their actions deserve. And Paul says in Acts 20, 29 and 30, I know that after I leave savage wolves, speaking about preachers, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock even from your own number. Men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them to subjugate them and take their money. And Paul says about them in Galatians 1, I'm astonished 
that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all evidently some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you let him be eternally condemned as we have already said so now i say again if anybody preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted let him be eternally condemned number 4 janus and jambres ministry these apostate men who seduce weak-willed women by preaching a different gospel that send people to hell are just like demons controlled egyptian sorcerers janus and jambres their names do not appear in the old testament but their names appear in the targum of jonathan of exodus 7 verse 11 they opposed moses by their occultic practices and secret knowledge of sorceries exodus 7 8 and 9 god exposed their falsehood and punished them the new testament also speaks about sorcerers who were punished simon magus he wanted to buy holy ghost See marketing sir J and J marketing Acts 8 verse 20 Peter answered may your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money you know what translation go to hell And then Acts chapter 13 there is an Elimus whose name was Bar Jesus means what son of Jesus isn't that wonderful sir son of Jesus He was demon controlled and Paul said you are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right you are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery will you never stop perverting the right ways of the lord now the hand of the lord is against you you are going to be blind and for a time you will be unable to see the light of the sun immediately mist and darkness came over him and he groped about seeking someone to lead him by the hand and you can also read in chapter 19 of the book of acts seven sons of skiva acts 19:14 through 16 seven sons of skiva a jewish chief priest were doing this one day the evil spirit answered them jesus i know and i know about paul but who are you then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all he gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding that's what is waiting for all these wicked perverters of the gospel they are occultic they do whatever they do through occultic demonic powers Don't just go to a church sir. Go to a church where the gospel is preached. Any minister who refuses to preach the true gospel 
of the Holy Scriptures who refused to preach Jesus Christ crucified and risen is a liar and an agent of Satan. They do the work of Janus and Jambres. They oppose the truth that saves. They oppose Jesus Christ and his true ministers. They preach their devilish antinomianism. But Jesus Christ will punish them as Janus and Jambres were punished. Friends, Judas was an apostle. He loved money more than Jesus. He sold Jesus. The devil entered him. He betrayed Jesus and went and killed himself and went to hell. Friends, the fate of Judas awaits all false antinomian ministers who seduce people, especially gullible women. Such men have a corrupted mind. Romans 1.28, furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what they ought not to do. Corrupted, wicked mind. Romans 8, 5 through 8, those who live according to the sinful nature have their mind set on what the nature desires, but those who live in accordance with the Holy Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is what's a death, death, eternal death. But the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. And now listen. The sinful mind is hostile to God. The essence of sin, as Professor John Murray said, is enmity toward God and God's people and God's word and God's truth and God's ethics. The mind of sinful man is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor it can do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. No ability. Because they are not born of God. They pretend they are. They are people who sign unbiblical statements of appeasement. Such as loving God and neighbor together. A Christian response to a common word between us and you. It's a long name. Dr. John R. Stott signed this along with a number of evangelicals. This is a statement of appeasement between Christians and Muslims. The essential idea is we all worship the same Allah. They are confused. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. How can you sign a statement of appeasement? Or this statement of appeasement, evangelicals and Catholics together, the Christian mission in the third millennium signed by also J.I. Packer and a number of others. You should read this document. They turned their back on Luther and Calvin and all the reformers, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones says you ought to go to Smith's Field in England where these believers were burned to death by the Roman Catholic Church. 
Sacramentalism and sacerdotalism are opposed to Jesus Christ. Friends, we ought to fellowship with all Christians based on truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus prayed, sanctify them by the truth. Thy word is truth. I don't worry about whether you are Baptist, Presbyterians, Reformed, Orthodox. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you subscribe to the absolute authority of the scripture. Number five, as I said, they have corrupt mind and they are rejected. Such false ministers are apostate men and women. They are rejected by God as far as their faith is concerned. They are lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure, having only a form of godliness without inner reality. They are deceivers, religious charlatans. Those who reject the truth and God's power will embrace the lie and the devil's power. And let me read to you what the Bible says about them. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciences are corrupted. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny them. They are detestable. Deluctos means excrement. A very strong word in the Greek language. Filth. Detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. Number six, there is an encouragement. Finally, the apostle Paul gives Timothy and us a word of encouragement. The devil and his demons and his human agents shall not succeed in the long run. The antinomian preachers and their men and women... Those truth-hating, pleasure-loving followers will face the fate of Janus and Jambres. Christ Jesus, God's eternal Son, by his life, death, and resurrection, defeated all his enemies. Hebrews 2, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Friends, hell is waiting for the devil, his angels, and his human followers. Matthew 25 verse 41. Then he, Jesus Christ, will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Revelation 20 verse 10. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And Revelation 20 verse 15. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. 
The question is, have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation? Luke 24, Christ must die and be raised from the dead, that repentance and forgiveness of sins be proclaimed to all the nations. Christ died for our sins, raised up for our justification. Do you believe that? What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your household. There is no other way of salvation. Friends, number seven, always attend only churches with these four marks of the church. First, preaching of the gospel, apostolic doctrine. And here it is. And how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Timothy, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season, correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. That's mark number one. Mark number two, valid sacraments baptizing believers those who confess Jesus Christ we refuse to believe baptismal regeneration it's a lie that baptism regenerates you infuses grace into the water performs miracles it's a lie and then the holy supper the Lord's supper for holy people number three discipline Do you teach, rebuke, correct, and if necessary, excommunicate until they repent? Generally, it's not practiced in most churches. And number four is family life. You read the entire epistle of 1 John. It says, love one another, love one another, love one another, love one another, because it is God's family. No discrimination. And if somebody doesn't have food and clothing, you give them. John the Baptist said, if you have two tunics, give one to the other. Without any discrimination, it's the family of God, sir. Love one another by laying down our lives for one another in God's family. Those true members of Christ's holy church, on the other hand, shall hear from the mouth of the Lord of the church these blessed words on the last day when we see him. Come, you who are blessed of my Father. Take your inheritance prepared for you since the creation of the world, the inheritance of eternal life. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Heavenly Father, I have delivered the word. I expose the heresies and nonsense of wicked preachers. And we pray that you help us to believe your gospel. Luke 19, 1 through 10 the great sinner Zacchaeus 
you came you sought him you found him you saved him and he said i give half of my wealth to the poor and if i cheated others which is true i cheated i will restore fourfold this is the proof that he was saved and jesus said salvation has come to this house lord help us to be able to say like zacchaeus i'm saved by jesus christ he came seeking me and he found me and he saved me he has given me eternal life not only me but my house and lord help us to do one thing necessary for salvation to repent of our sins and believe on the lord jesus christ may your people do this today and others who trusted in you help us to rejoice this lord's day that god has saved us and i serve him all of life by the power of the holy spirit in the name of jesus we pray amen grace valley christian center is committed to the unchanging truth of the holy scriptures we have been proclaiming the whole counsel of god since 1974 through our weekly worship services our website resources and our publishing ministry for more information about our church to find more edifying sermons or to order books by the reverend pg matthew please visit our website at gracevalley.org